Hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and we're here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. Today, I'm excited to bring you some planner tips to help you make the most of your teacher planner, and in particular, if you have a copy of Pray and Plan, to make the most of that. Before we do that, though, I want to thank our sponsor, the Colson Center. Um, They have resources, particularly for those of you who teach in Christian schools. Here's what they have to say. Students learn in the classroom for 12 years, but if God isn't part of the discussion during those years, it's not surprising that our students don't see him as a meaningful part of their lives. The Colson Center believes that God is in control of every square inch of creation, including your classroom. So they created a library of free courses for educators that will provide you with the knowledge and practical skills you need to form your worldview and that of your students. And a bonus, you're eligible to receive several CEU credits for completing these courses. So check out these free courses at colsoneducation.org. That's colsoneducation.org. All right, so let's dive into today's concept and talk about planner tips to make the most of Pray and Plan. And if you haven't seen Pray and Plan, our planner to help Christian educators prioritize what matters most, both at home, at school, and in your spiritual walk, you can check it out at teachfortheheart.com slash planner, and you can pre-order yours starting on Friday at that same URL, teachfortheheart.com slash planner. So tip number one, make sure you get the version that is right for you. Both versions of the planner contain the regular planning pages for your to-do list and prayer and notes and all of that. We'll tell you more about that in a minute. But there's two versions and one has lesson planning pages and one doesn't. So one planner has, you know, 50 extra spreads, one for every week of the year that allow you to lesson plan right in the planner. The other version does not. So if you do lesson planning on paper, you want the lesson planning version. It'll have everything in one spot for you. But if you don't lesson plan on paper, if you lesson plan on the computer, or if you um, don't teach regularly and don't actually make lesson plans, then you do not want the lesson planning version. You don't need all those extra pages, and so you'd want the version without lesson plans. So if you have any questions about that, you can email us at lynda at teachfortheheart.com, but it's pretty easy. Just do you want to do paper lesson plans or not? That's how you know which version to get. I did want to let you know too, if as you look through the page, if you notice, oh man, I kind of wish I could have more of this page, or I don't need these pages, or whatever it is, um, or if you prefer a three-ring binder or disc binding, there is a printable version of the planner available. So if you want to kind of customize it a little bit to what you want it to be, add your own pages, take some out, whatever it is, um, there is a printable version available so you can print it and bind it yourself if that's what you prefer. So I wanted to let you know that that version is available as well for those of you that like to kind of make it more your own. All right, so number one, get the right version for you. Number two, decide how to best mark your place. So you all know if you've used a planner, you need to be able to find the page you need quickly, right? So we're really excited to announce that this year we do have a version that has tabs in it for the month. So so many of you requested that, and so we're so excited to offer that as an option this year when you purchase Pray and Plan. Um, But if you choose not to use monthly tabs, or if that's not your cup of tea, um, then there's some other options. Um, Amazon has movable tabs. I love these. They're kind of like disposable tabs. So you can, and it comes, the pack comes, is pretty cheap and it comes with a bunch of them. And so you can actually 
move the tabs and so it actually stays on the page that you're currently using or you can use a new one each week because they're disposable and movable. So that's another option. Um, some other teachers love to use a magnetic bookmark. By the way, we'll link to these options um, in the blog post that goes with this at teachfortheheart.com slash 185. That's teachfortheheart.com slash 185. We'll link to some examples of these. Um, so yeah, a magnetic bookmark is another great way. You can just move it to the page that you're on. Uh, super simple, low-key option is having paper clips. And another option is to cut the corners. I don't know if you've ever done this before, um, but I, I, this is something I always use with my planners, is once I'm done with a week, I cut off just a little corner, like a diagonal line in the corner. And then what happens is you can just put your thumb there and it will go right to the newest page because all of the previous page, the corner has been cut and it gets you right to the page that you want. So those are all some tips for how you can mark your place and not have to flip through to find where you are in the planner. Number three, I love this tip. This came from a couple of our team members. Use different colors of pens for different spheres of your life. So for example, have a particular color that you use for anything that relates to home and have a different color for things that relate to school. Or if you're working on various projects or clubs or want to different, differentiate between different classes, a lot of times it's helpful in our mind to kind of have these different parts of our life to keep them a little bit separate, but yet you need everything in one place in your planner. So using different colors for home and school or for different projects or tasks can be a way where you can easily kind of see everything at once, um, but you can have them differentiated as well. And by the way, our planner does have thick pages, but to make sure that they don't smut the that your pens don't smudge or bleed through, we do recommend um, the pens, the Zebra Sarasa Gel Ink pens. And we'll actually link to an article that kind of reviews all the best plan- pens for planners. We'll link to that at teachfortheheart.com/slash185 if you want to kind of go through and pick out the best p- types of pens for your planner. Tip number four, start using the monthly reflection and brain dump sections in the summer. Um, So our planner starts at the beginning of July. And so even though you're not back to school yet at that point, you can start using the reflections. And it's a great habit to get into. So in Pray and Plan, every month there's a reflection and a brain dump section. I just want to explain those to you real quick. So first of all, the reflection just asks six simple questions. I'll go ahead and share them because I think they're really valuable. Um, First, you look back on the previous month and ask, what accomplishment are you most proud of and thankful for? What didn't go well and what will you do differently next time? What did you spend too much or too little time on? And then looking ahead at the next month, what's most important to you in this month? What's one thing you need to stop doing or let go of? And then who should you pray for or connect with these uh, this month? So you can see how valuable these questions are. We also then have a brain dump section. And what this is designed for you to do is to kind of clear out your mind and prioritize your to-dos every month. So you brain dump everything that's on your to-do list, both on a regular basis and just one-off tasks. And then you go through our 4T process, which will help you, which means that you decide, what am I going to stop doing? What am I going to trash? What am I going to trim? What am I going to do less of? What am I going to get someone to help me with? Transfer. And what am I going to treasure to really value? And if you've been listening to the podcast long, you're familiar with this system, but if not, you can go back to episode 159 or go to teachfortheheart.com slash 159 to find out more about this system, which we borrowed um, from the book Clockwork. 
All right, so, so far, we've figured out which version is right for you, decided how to best mark your place, um, chosen to use different colors for different spheres of your life, and we're going to start using the monthly reflection and brain dump in the summer. Here's our next tip. Designate a planning time each week where you make and review plans with your family. This is so valuable. You can sit down and think through, okay, what are we doing this week? Who's going where and when? When when am I going to have time to work? When am I going to have time for home? And you can plan all of that with your family. And one of our team members, Sarah, recommends putting everything on the monthly calendar first and then moving things over to the weekly um, to-do pages. Tip number six ties right into this. Use the chart on the weekly spread to plan your work times each week. We had so many questions about what is this chart for um, in our last version of Pray and Plan. Um, So this, there's a chart at the bottom of the weekly spreads. And what it is, is it's there to help you plan your work time, okay? It has a couple places. It has start, stop, and home. And what you do here is say, okay, this is when I'm going to start working each day. I'm going to show up at school at this time. Stop is when am I going to stop, put away my work, and head home. And then at home, it's when am I going to work in the evenings. And what's great about this chart is when we sit down and actually decide with intention ahead of time when we're going to work and when we're not, um, then it provides so much balance, so much clarity, and it really helps us, it helps keep work from overflowing. It keeps it in its place, but it gives you the flexibility to say, man, I've got research papers coming up. I'm going to need some time to grade. I'm going to designate Thursday night from seven to nine for, you know, working on research papers. And then your whole family knows everyone's on the same page. We've talked about this before. I don't have time to get into it in too much now, but that time planning chart, Planning your time that you're going to work and not going to work each week is so, so valuable. Number seven, when planning your to-do list, estimate how long tasks will take. This is so valuable if you just jot down, you know, hey, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, two hours, whatever it is, because you can see that it does, this does a couple things. Number one, when you're sitting down to do the task, it kind of helps you try to keep it in the box. If you put down 30 minutes, you're thinking, okay, I want to try to get it done within these 30 minutes. And then number two, it helps you see if it's realistic. If you put on Monday, you know, three hours worth of stuff and you only have two hours to work or one hour to work, that's not realistic. So it helps you recognize that ahead of time. So you can say, okay, I need to adjust my plan. I'm not going to be able to get all this done. Rather than trying to get it done and getting frustrated that you couldn't when it was never realistic in the first place. In the planner, there's actually two different to-do sections. There's a weekly to-do and daily to-do, and they're all on the same page so you can see them together. So you can choose if you like to kind of have your to-do list as a week or to do it on each day or both. Tip number eight. I love this one. Put a box around appointments. This came from Taryn. Um, She says, put a box around appointments so they stand out from regular to-dos. And this makes so much sense, right? Because sometimes we put our appointments like meetings or doctor's appointments or whatever it is on on our daily to-do list, but they get mixed in with to-dos and we don't realize, oh, I actually have to show up at, you know, a certain time at a certain location. So putting a box around them helps them to stand out and make sure they don't blend in and you don't forget them. Tip number nine, use the habit tracker to build healthy habits. So this is another new feature of the planner this year. Um, We have a habit tracker section where you can record up to four habits each week that you're working on and check them off. And just that intentionality in choosing to check them off will help you so much to actually creating that habit. 
Number 10, record prayer requests or journal prayers in the designated spot. So that's one of my favorite things about Pray and Plan is it has your to-dos and your prayer life all in one place, which is what we believe, right? Our life isn't meant to be fragmented. Our faith is over here and our work is over here. Our faith is meant to be part of everything we do. And so there's a spot right here to either jot down prayer requests or to journal a prayer. And there's prayer prompts to help you as well. Number 11, memorize scriptures. You can actually use this planner to help you memorize scripture. There's a couple ways you can do this. So there is a spot on the monthly calendar page to choose your own memory verse to write down and memorize. So if every time you open your planner to the monthly page, you take just, you know, 15 seconds or whatever it is to read that verse, you'll probably have it memorized by the end of the month without even really trying. And bonus, there's also a verse on each weekly spread. Um, So if you want to also memorize those, if you read them every time you look at your planner, you take those 10, 15 seconds to read the verse, um, chances are you'll have it close to memorized or at least you'll be meditating on that scripture throughout the week. Number 12, use the flexible lesson planning columns to your advantage. So if you are using the lesson planning version of Pray and Plan, there is a spread for every week to do your lesson planning. And the way the columns are lined up, you can choose to use either four larger columns or eight smaller columns. And that's a little bit hard to describe to you um, just with words. So if you want to see a picture of this, I recommend checking that out at teachfortheheart.com slash 185. But you'll also see it when you get your planner. So the point is, there are up to eight smaller columns or as few as four larger columns. So if you, and the nice thing about them is they're also flexible. So you might say, okay, Linda, I teach six classes, but I need a lot of space for math and a lot of space for language, and I don't need as much space for spelling and history and science and whatever else, right? So what you can do is on the left-hand side of the page, there's two larger or four smaller. The way they're set up, you can choose to use them as two larger or as four smaller. So you can say, okay, I'm gonna use two large columns one for math, one for language, and then on the other side, I'm going to use four. I'm going to use the smaller columns um, for my smaller subjects. So it's really very flexible. If you have fewer classes, like block classes, like I said, you can use just all of the big columns and use just four. Or if you're like, I have a lot of classes, there's up to eight. Okay, so make sure you check that out, and you can use either the bigger columns or the smaller columns. And if you have any questions about that, email us at lynda at teachfortheheart.com and we'll be happy to help. Number 13, use the student checklist to record grades, track data, whatever you need. So in the back of the planner, there are student checklist pages, um, which are just a chart. So you can use them as a grade book if that's what you'd like, but you can also use them to track data, um, standards, behavior, mastery, whatever data that you need to track. And so those are really flexible and you can use them in a variety of ways. Number 14, document parent communication. So there's also a place in the planner where you can document parent communication, which is so valuable. And particularly, don't necessarily recommend that you need to document all emails because you can just save them in a folder and there's no need to duplicate that work. You have that documentation if you just save the email electronically. But when you make a phone call or you talk to someone in person, there's no documentation about this. So the communication log is just a really easy way to jot a quick note of what you talked about, what day you talked about it, and the resolution that you came to. 
Finally, tip number 15 is a fun one, and that is color if you want. So Pray and Plan is designed with plenty of beautiful elements that you can doodle with or color if you'd like. It is The Pray and Plan is beautiful without coloring it. So if you're like, I don't like to color, you absolutely do not have to. But if you do enjoy coloring, um, there's some beautiful elements on the pages. And then there's also a page each month with a Bible verse um, that you can enjoy without coloring. But if you like to color, um, that'll really be um, something um, that you can enjoy meditating on that scripture as you color um, that page each month. The last thing I want to say to you is that we actually have no tips this year about keeping pages from falling out or keeping the cover from tearing because we have updated this version of the planner to make it super durable. Um, So the spiral, it is now spiral bound. And so there's practically no way that pages are going to fall out of the spiral. Um, And the cover has been upgraded as well um, to be laminated with an edge seal. And so um, I don't want to you know, tempt fate as it were, not that we believe in fate, but by saying it's indestructible, but I think you'll find it very, very durable. Um, And I think that you guys will enjoy that a lot. So we're so excited for you guys to enjoy Pray and Plan. Um, Head to teachfortheheart.com slash planner uh, to pre-order your copy starting on Friday. And if you have any other tips for how you use Pray and Plan or just planners in general, we would love to hear your tips. You can add them in the comments underneath this post at teachfortheheart.com com slash one eight five. Thank you again to the Colson Center for sponsoring this episode. Remember to go to colsoneducation.org um, to get your free worldview courses. Well, thank you guys again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.